Welcome to Outside the Box, trying to tackle the toughest problems. Today's topic is white fragility. I love the simplicity of the definition of racism. About 25 years ago, I was introduced to it as racism equals racial prejudice plus power. Uh, let me repeat that. Racism equals prejudice, racial prejudice plus power. It's that simple. Racial prejudice could be either conscious or unconscious, intentional or unintentional. Most importantly, it means that white people, because of their skin color and pervasive, the pervasive racism in our society, are racist because racism privileges them. Even those who are actively working to end racism are racist because they benefit without trying or wanting to from that system. Robin D'Angelo, who wrote a well-known book called White Fragility, talked throughout the book about racism but never used that basic definition. Close to it, but not in those specific words of racism equals racial prejudice plus power. Maybe because that specific definition pushes buttons for so many. But D'Angelo's focus was not on racism so much, but rather on white people's response when they're told they're being racist. Most whites do not want to be racist, and they're sensitive, fragile, about being labeled as racist when they don't think they are. Often their response has been, I didn't mean it the way you took it, or I have friends who are black, or I've been a progressive all my life, or I'm a minority too, or I do all I can to end racism. You get the point. Someone who has grown up in a racist society, just as fish grow up in water, may not see how something they do unintentionally could be racist to people of color. Being constantly the minority is completely different from what's being considered the norm. Part of the white community that's the standard upon which day-to-day -day life is defined. But even more important is that we learn how to respond differently when told we're being racist or decide that for ourselves, even without someone else's feedback. If we're white, we have to accept that by the prejudice plus power definition, we're, we are racist. Whites have most of the power, in this country at least, and society has trained us to look at people of color, especially black people, differently. It's just part of who we are growing up. But we can change our beliefs, our habits, and our ways of relating to people of color, and many of us have. We can respond in several ways, instead by first, accepting that racism is part of our society and culture and actively looking for ways to undo that, and recognizing that all whites do unintentional actions that are racist towards people of color and that they benefit as white people living in a racist society. And seeing such incidents, incidents 
as learning opportunities rather than embarrassing and unpleasant experiences that must be denied or ignored. And finally, knowing that acknowledging the racism, whether large or small, understood or not, and changing our behaviors as a result can move our society away a little more from our racist past. Whites do not have to accept the status quo of power and status differences between those of different skin colors. Rather than blaming someone else or expecting them to change, we can put the onus on ourselves to make that change. If you're white, do you consider yourself to be racist? I'm Larry Danzinger, knowing I'll always be racist, but trying to be less so.